1: You know what it is. It's your boy Dane Martinez, a.k.a. Speeds, a.k.a. the Spitting Statistician, a.k.a. the stable genius and vocal minority of the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. And you are listening and watching live to another edition of the Fantasy Freestyle, like my man Lance Davis and Strong Style are probably already telling you in the chat room. We are live. This is episode. Danny's got it. It's like episode 326, something like that. Jilly dilly. If you know the number, hit us up 326. We got a great show for you in an hour. The NFL season kicks off. Okay, so I'm going to tell you my thoughts on the Philadelphia Eagles and the Atlanta Falcons. The line has moved four points. OK, the Philadelphia Eagles were three and a half point favorites. They are now a point home dog in the season opener as they raise their banner. I'll tell you what I think about that a little bit later on in the show. We're going to give you my DFS lineups, a little cash, a little GPP lineups for week one, because I'm trying to help you win your leagues and win that cash. We're also going to take your questions from the stats overbeat cypher. Ja, sabe, dilly dilly to everybody. All right, but we got to start. With you know my usual news and notes, but let's just start with Lev Bell. All right, because I've been getting questions left and MF right about Lev Bell today and yesterday and all this stuff. All right. So let me just give you my thoughts real quick so that we can refer to them. And if you have questions, these are my thoughts on Lev Bell. Here's my disclaimer. Last year, and if you're part of the Stats Overbeat Cypher, Dilly Dilly, you know about this. Last year. As it related to one Ezekiel Elliott, I was of the opinion all season long that you wanted Zeke Elliott. I was telling people to trade for Ezekiel Elliott. I was telling people, it'll be height you want Zeke Elliott. I was wrong when it came to Zeke Elliott last year, okay? And I acknowledge that. I admit that. This year, with Lev Bell, everybody was like, oh, he's coming in on Labor Day. No, he didn't. Then it was like, oh, he's going to report on Wednesday. No, he didn't. And I think the biggest thing that's kind of like exacerbating all of this is now you got offensive linemen starting to talk smack. And it's interesting to me because, you know, when it comes to the business side of football, right, a lot of players don't get in another player's business. They're like, yo, he's got to feed his family. Yo, he's got to make his business decision. Yo, he's got to do what's right for him. And people kind of give everybody a leash on that. They're like, yo, they got to do what they got to do. But now we're here talking about like, yo, we got a collective goal here, y'all. And at least now, that's to beat the Cleveland Browns on Sunday, right? And then today, you hear a lot of stuff from the offensive linemen about, oh, James Conner is a first-round kind of talent. We're ready to block for James Conner. This is James Conner's time. I'm getting questions left and right about James Conner, James Conner. Listen, first of all, DFS this week? Yeah play james connor okay i'm gonna give you my dfs lineups uh with fan pricing a little bit later on in the show yeah i'm playing james Conner because i do not think lev bell is not playing week one okay i don't care if he walks into the building and there's now reports that he's going to report on saturday we'll get into that in a hot second all right so in dfs you don't play lev bell You ride with James Conner, who I believe is like 5,000 or 5,100, something like that, on FanDuel. We'll get to that. So, okay, that's the DFS scenario. If you are drafting, like, tonight, I guess, or you're forsaking the season opener and you're still drafting this weekend, okay, I'm not going to take Lev Bell in the top three anymore. I'm not going to take him in the top four anymore. But for me... I am still drafting Le'Veon Bell in the first round. I'm just then also reaching to cuff him with James Conner. Okay? So it's very clear. DFS, full Forget about him for week one. If you are drafting in season long, I still draft Lev Bell in the middle of the first round. I'd take Gurley, I'll take Zeke, I'll take David Johnson. Okay. But when we start talking about the Melvin Gordons and the Saquon Barkley's and all that stuff, I might still take Lev Bell ahead of him. Okay. So that's, you know, two contexts for you right off the bat. The most interesting context to me is if you have already drafted and if you own Le'Veon Bell already, call me on my Bell phone. Okay. Um, in that scenario, the question is, do you try to flip him? Okay, You may be trying to be aggressive and initiate trades. You may be getting trade offers. I have been inundated on Twitter, at Spittin' Speed. You want to follow your boy. Hit me up on Patreon as well if you want that inside stats over beats access. We know about that. If you want your questions guaranteed to be answered within 24 hours. Um, I don't know where the line is. Okay, I think, listen, if someone wants to give you Leonard Fournette for Lev Bell, sure, I'll take him. Someone wants to give you Melvin Gordon for Lev Bell, sure, I'll do that. Someone wants to give me Devontae Freeman, Dalvin Cook, I right, I'm with it. But how far down do you go? Okay, and I'm going to tell you the truth. I will not trade Lev Bell right now unless I am getting a true, tested, real RB one because otherwise guys I got to tell you this it's the same exact situation that we talk about with rookie running backs say like a mark or a Mark Ingram a Sony Michelle a Rashad Penny you don't worry about your best team for week one I don't care right now you want the best team on Thanksgiving and beyond when you're going to your fantasy playoffs or you're making your push And I believe Lev Bell will be playing for the Pittsburgh Steelers at that point. The thing with Zeke last year is the cloud was hanging over him. You didn't know when the hammer was going to drop. Okay? And the risk was that the hammer would drop in your fantasy playoffs. And that's exactly what happened. Okay? And that's why I was wrong. This situation is different. All right? Uh, People are like, oh, my God, he might hold out until October. He might hold up. He might. I personally don't think he's going to, but even in that scenario, he walks in, you know, Halloween, he walks in week eight, week nine, because here's the catch, okay, for him to get the year of service time, he needs to play, I believe it's like six games he needs to play, right, so that he can get that service time, so that he can be a free agent. I'm telling you right now, Le'Veon Bell will not be a Pittsburgh Steeler. After, uh, you know, St. Patty's Day 2019 when free agency starts. All right? So I hear a lot of people that are saying, oh, what Lev Bell and his 27-year-old self who has had knee surgery before, what he should do if he's making this business decision is to sit out. He's already established his value. Sit out. Keep yourself healthy for March 6th, 7th, 8th, whenever free agency starts next year in the, in the NFL. Right, and have less tread on the tire. Don't risk the concussion that comes in week 12. Don't risk the torn meniscus or anything like that because you ain't playing for the Steelers next year. 31 other teams want you healthy. And that is one point of view. That is growing in validity over time. I acknowledge that. Like People are like, oh, snap. Maybe he's going to sit it out. I don't think that's going to happen. What I think is going to happen And there is new reports on this. There's reports now that are saying that he's going to come into the building on Saturday. And Saturday would be he has to report by, I believe it's 4 o'clock, 4 p.m. on Saturday to come on into the building so that he can be active for week one so he can collect his game check. Here's the thing, guys. If he holds out for eight weeks, he's losing something like three quarters of a million dollars to almost a million dollars every single week you tell me he's going to wait eight weeks and he's going to lose out on $6.8 million? I don't know if that's the case. Some people have said, but speeds. Maybe he doesn't care because he's looking for $17 million down the road. I don't think that's what's happening. I think he's trying to, you know, last year he proved that point coming on in. I think this year he's just trying to push it a little further. I think... On some level, this backfired in his face when the offensive line started expressing their frustration. And here's the other reason. Here's the other reason. Everyone's talking about, oh, James Conner, James Conner, James Conner would be a first-round talent if he didn't struggle with that lymphoma coming out of Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh University. University of Pittsburgh. I like James Conner. I like James Conner as a great handcuff to Lev Bell anyway because I thought that he was moving on. In Dynasty Leagues, you need James Conner. But Pittsburgh Steelers have one of the top three offensive lines in the NFL, in my opinion. It would really, really hurt Lev Bell's leverage if James Conner goes out on Sunday against the Cleveland Browns and runs for 136 yards and two touchdowns. Remember how D'Angelo Williams... The first two weeks of the season, the year that Lev Bell was suspended because of the marijuana, the weed. Um, Remember how D'Angelo Williams was like one of the top backs in all of fantasy? Hmm. Now what happens if James Conner comes in and kills it week one? What happens to Lev Bell's leverage if all of a sudden it's like, oh, we can put anybody behind this Pittsburgh offensive line when you have Big Ben, when you have Antonio Brown and Juju. We can put anybody back there. Then... Lev Bell doesn't have the leverage hammer anymore. And I think this is a very viable situation that plays out. So I don't think he risks that. Because if James Conner goes out and runs for 130 and two tuds, and the Pittsburgh Steelers are like, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. We don't care. You can play your selfish game. It's all good. We've got our running back. And that would eviscerate his leverage. So I don't think personally that is going to happen. And I'm telling you right now, for week one, get James Conner in your lineups. For week one, you need to find another option. If three weeks ago you drafted Lev Bell number one, two, or three, hey, and that's what happens. I'm telling you right now, I believe Lev Bell comes in, on Saturday, right on the deadline, so we can get his game check and still save the wear and tear of one game. And I think he'll be locked and loaded and ready for week two. That's what I believe right now. But I got to tell you, when we didn't know about Zeke Elliott last year, I was wrong. This year, I'm going back to the well saying, everyone calm the F down. All right. Lev Bell will, in fact, come back. I don't think he wants to really stretch this out. Because here's the other thing. You're auditioning for 31 other teams, right? You think 31 other teams want this guy who's going to be like a diva and make this stand? You know, that's going to be some kind of problem. I don't know that that's the way he wants to present himself. I think the, the kind of threshold of where he can go to kind of talk about this business decision is Saturday. That's what I think is going to happen. I think he's going to come in on Saturday. I think you need James Connor for week one against Cleveland. But after that, I think Lev Bell is going to be just fine. I think Lev Bell is going to still be one of the top running backs in the league. That's why I'm telling you I still spend the first-round pick on Le'Veon Bell. DFS, get Connor This week, get Connor, But week two, at home, in their home opener against the Kansas City Chiefs, I think Lev Bell is starting. That's just the way I feel about it. So with that said, we got a poll question up right now on Twitter. I'm asking you guys, you know, in this situation, because I I laid out DFS, I laid out the draft. I think the interesting one is like via trade. What do you do via trade? Will you take 90 cents on the dollar, 80 cents on the dollar? How low would you go? So what I did here, because the cloud is uncertain around Lev Bell, the cloud is certain around a guy like Mark Ingram. You know Mark Ingram is missing the first four games. You know Mark Ingram has a buy right after that, I believe in week six. You know it's a definitive chunk of time that he's missing. Would you trade Lev Bell for Mark Ingram? And here's what I think is interesting. Right now, 93% of you say no. I'd keep Le'Veon. Clayton Trahan says Bell will win you your league when he comes back. Can't say the same thing about Ingram. I agree. I'm telling you, you're worrying about your team in November and December. You can make piece it together this week. Get yourself James Conner, whoever your third running back was, who you had in the flex, the Dion Lewises of the world, you know, whoever that is, put them in. You may take a little hit this week. I'm doing that in a couple leagues. I was lucky enough to have James Conner in most of the places where I have Lev Bell. All right. So that's what I'm doing. All right, um, so hopefully that answers a lot of questions because I've been inundated with a lot of questions about Lev Bell. Here's what I'm going to say. Other things that are going on. Jay Ajayi, full practice all right, with that foot issue. I think he's good to go in about an hour. I think he's going to get 18, 20 touches. All right, start him with confidence if that's where you are. Devontae Parker, going to be out for the first two weeks. All right, I love Kenny Stills this week. All right, I'm starting Kenny Stills over other wide receiver threes in ranks. I think Kenny Stills is the number one target. I think Miami is blunt guts trash. I think game flow says that they're going to be losing and throwing the ball. Give me Kenny Stills. The Jags list. Uh, Keelan Cole and Dante Moncrief as co-starters. They're number ones. Sure, I like them both in DFS this week because their prices were so low before the Marquise Lee injury. But season long, I'm not invested in the Blake Bortles, Jacksonville Jaguars passing attack, okay? DFS, sure. Season long, eh not so hot on it ronald jones is now the third string running back apparently in tampa behind not only peyton barber who's going to be a horse apparently this week but also behind my man pop quiz Jaquiz rogers hold ronald jones as well try not to cut him okay same thing later in the season he's going to ascend you're going to be pissed off about that all right um Tony Michel, limited in practice. I think he's going to wean himself in. I love James White this week. I think he's the back-to-own for this week. It's going to be Rex Burkhead in the running game, but James White might catch six, seven balls, okay? So I like that one. And uh, you also got Doug Baldwin, Rashad Penny. They're both practicing in full in a tough matchup against the uh, Denver Broncos on the road. You put them both in. All right. Here's what we're going to do. When we come back on the Fantasy Freestyle, we already got some questions from the Stats Overbeat Cypher. We're going to get to that. I'm going to give you my DFS Week 1 cash game, GPP kind of lineups, and we'll look a little bit about these Falcons and these Eagles, which are about to kick off in about an hour. Football season is here. I'm going to kick it off with you. Speed's the spitting Statistician. It's the Fantasy Freestyle. Come right back. We got your questions for the cipher yo so what's the what's the what's the scenario yo bo knows this bo knows that but bo don't know jack because bo can't do what the spitting statistician stable genius and vocal minority does right here on the fantasy freestyle we got some people new to the show that's what's up uh dilly dilly out there okay dilly dilly to mark perez my boy Siraj out there hopping on the patreon thank you out there my man uh Lance Davis telling everybody to smash that like button, yo. I only got 12 likes right now. What? You don't like what I'm doing for you guys? Come on. All right? And I got some questions going on that are coming out right now. So let me get to some of these questions, all right? Let me get to some of these questions. Um, I own Lev Bell in a standard league. Should I trade him now for a wide receiver two or RB two? Nah. (laughs) Nah. I'm holding him. I'm sorry, guys. I'm holding him. I know everyone's like this guy, like Chicken Little. The sky is fallen. The sky is fallen. I'm not I'm not on that. All right? I'm like, make it through week one, and then you're going to be fine. Big timer over there saying, agreeing with me, report just came out that there are rumors he'll sign on Saturday so he can get his paycheck. Exactly. All right? That's how it's going to go down, in my opinion. All right? I'm checking out some of these other questions for you. We got Ryan Osborne, dilly-dilly to him. Any thoughts on starting Wilkins this week? My other RBs are Miller and Fournette with Cooks in the Flex. I like Wilkins, all right? I think he's going to start for the Colts. But here's the thing. Marlon Mack practiced today. Marlon Mack did, in fact, practice today. There's Christine Michaels still there as well. I do think Jordan Wilkins is nice. I do think Jordan Wilkins, I told you on Tuesday, I had him as one of my waiver wire ads. I like Wilkins, and I like him long term, okay? But if you have Lamar Miller and Leonard Fournette, I'm starting both of those guys over Jordan Wilkins, all right? I like Wilkins, but not over these other two guys. Then we have a question. I have Peyton Barber. This is Don Preston out there. I have Peyton Barber, Tariq Cohen, and Kenny Stills. Who do I drop for Edelman? Interesting question. I got to know what the kind of format is here. All right? It's not Kenny Stills. I'm telling you that. I'm telling you I'm high on Kenny Stills. I think he's the number one wide receiver. I think you need him on your at least on your team. Uh, for me, honestly, Don... It's about uh, the format of the league. Because if it's a standard league, then you don't really need Tariq Cohen. In standard formats, I do not like Tariq Cohen, okay? Tariq Cohen is a PPR machine, okay? So if it's a standard league, I'm dropping Tariq Cohen in that scenario. If it's a PPR league, uh, Peyton Barber may be my answer. Although if it's a PPR league... And it depends on who the rest of your wide receivers are. Of course, you want Edelman. Uh, Peyton Barber would be my answer in the PPR format. All right, Ernest Delvo, what up, Cypher? You know, to the stats overbeat Cypher, that's how we do it. All right, we're going to take some more questions a little bit later on. I want to first tell you how I feel about this, uh, this game that's happening right now. I like Atlanta tonight. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you guys. I like Atlanta tonight. Here's the deal. You know, first of all, Philly started. The morning line, like at the beginning of the week, was Philly minus three and a half. Okay? Then it went down to two and a half. Then I wake up today, and it was like Atlanta minus one and a half. The line moved five points this week. All right? I understand. I say I always like the home team and the home opener. I like that they're raising the banner there. There's going to be energy in the crowd, all that good stuff. It The... The point has been made, and it is true, that these defending champions who open the season at home on a Thursday, they do very, very well. Their record is, you know, I forget exactly, but it's very well. It's good. Here's the thing. You got your backup quarterback in Nick Foles, who has not looked good this preseason. You're without your number one wide receiver, Alshon Jeffery. We also just got word that Mac Hollins is going to IR, right? So we're talking Aguilar, we're talking Wallace, and we're talking Ertz. Those are the receivers, right? And Ajayi he's practicing in full, so he's okay, but he's still kind of uh, weaning back in, right? I, I think you can start him, but you're without your quarterback. You, you know, you, your running back's not 100%. Your wide out one's not there, right? So I think this is not this is not the full bore of Philadelphia Eagles that we're going to see later on in the season. and to be quite honest, a lot of positive reports about Matty Ice. You know, Matty Ice bouncing back, primed for a bounce back. Second year of the Steve Sarkeesian system. I've mentioned this a bunch of times. The other thing for me, the Philadelphia secondary's got a lot of youngsters in there. The kid Sidney Jones out of Washington. You know, they're still developing. I think Julio's going to eat someone's lunch tonight. I think this is a big-time Julio game, in my opinion. Um, I think they're going to take some shots with the kid Calvin Ridley. I think Sanu is reliable over the middle, as you know. It's a new day, right? So, and I think this Atlanta defense is a little bit better than people give credit, all right? So, I like Atlanta tonight. I bet Atlanta early in the week when I was getting three-and-a-half points. Now I got to give up a point. I like it less so, but uh, I like Atlanta to get the road win tonight and upset the season opener for the defending champions. We shall see. But I'll tell you what, a lot of people agree with me because it went from you know, Atlanta went from uh, plus three and a half to minus one. I usually fade the public, but I think that I agree with the narrative. I mean, it's got a backup quarterback, all right? So that's where it goes down. Let's get into now DFS before I answer some other questions. My man Danny Otto is down there in the fantasy pit of misery. Dilly Dilly to him. We'll be checking in with him and our new intern, Brian, a little bit later on in the show. But here's what I want to do I going to give you my DFS lineups, all right? Because. There's so many ways to win your leagues and win that cash. So that's what I got to do. First of all, in DFS, I want to give you uh, more of a cash game lineup. Okay? Here's a cash game lineup that I'm going with. Um, This is FanDuel prices. Okay? We're riding with FanDuel this season. Um, So when I give you my DFS lineups, it's going to be FanDuel. Here's where I'm going to start. I'm going to start with the stack. I have been telling you guys, I've been telling the Cypher for weeks, this Kansas City Chiefs pass defense is something you want to attack. I've been saying it as it related to Patty Mahomes, that they're going to have some kind of like air raid, Canada football, arena league football games with the Kansas City Chiefs. Their secondary is blunt guts trash, Kansas City Chiefs. I don't care about Eric Berry at safety. Their corners, they had to like sign some people, Orlando Scandrick off who got cut, okay? Their secondary is going to be a problem. That being said, my DFS quarterback in cash games this week is Phillip Rivers. Give me Phillip Rivers at 7,500, okay? Phillip Rivers is going off right now as the, oh, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eighth. Eighth most expensive quarterback, and he's facing a team that was 30th against the pass last year. Um, they are at home. I love Phillip Rivers this week. I think Philip Rivers, I've been saying it all offseason. Phillip Rivers is under-respected. In season long, you're getting Phillip Rivers in the 11th round. Phillip Rivers is like the 10th, 11th quarterback off the board, yet he finishes top five every year. He slings it all over the field. Yeah, he's going to throw some picks, but the yards are going to be there. The tuds are going to be there. I love Phillip Rivers this week, and I said I'm going with a stack, so who am I stacking him with? I'm stacking him with his number one option, number one wide receiver, Keenan Allen, All right? So I got Keenan Allen at 8,000. I got Phillip Rivers at 7,500. Let me give you my other wide receivers in a cash game lineup. I'm going with... I'm going to bless him. I'm going to bless him with Jarvis Landry. These, these prices were set okay, a long time ago. These prices were set when Josh Gordon was the most expensive wide receiver for the Browns. He ain't even going to start this week. It's going to be Callaway and uh, Jarvis Landry. You saw, you know, I guess you saw in Hard Knocks, right? Bless him. It's contagious. You know, you saw how much of a leader he is on this team. You also saw that Tyrod Taylor is focused on Jarvis Landry. Jarvis Landry is going to get 10 targets on Sunday. All right. So I love Jarvis Landry. And you can get him at 6,600. Okay. To me, that is a value. You can get him at 6,600. He is going for, you know, he is at the same price as Cameron Meredith who is banged up and we don't even know what his role is going to be. Give me Jarvis Landry. And my third wide receiver, here's where I go bargain basement, all right? Here's where I go bargain basement, and I go Jacksonville, okay? I go Jacksonville, and I see that Keelan Cole is at only 4,500. That is pretty much as low as you can get, okay? And he's starting. If I can get a starting wide receiver for 4,500, I'm going to do it. So I have him in my lineup, Keenan Allen, Jarvis Landry, Keelan Cole. All right, those are my wideouts. Phillip Rivers is my quarterback. Because I do that, all right, and in my flex, at 5,000, the bottom, James Conner. All right, I think he's going to be chalked. That's why I'm talking about a cash game lineup right now. All right, James Conner. So then my other uh, running backs, I had money. All right, I have money for my running backs and my tight end, so I bang on them, okay? I'm going with Ezekiel Elliott this week. I think Ezekiel Elliott, I told you, was going to lead the league in rushing. I don't know how this uh, Dallas wide receiving core plays out, Gallup, Beasley, Williams, others, But I do know Ezekiel Elliott can be trusted to run the rock, okay? I'm going with Ezekiel Elliott at 8,300. And then in the same game, I'm going with Christian McCaffrey. No one, in my opinion, had a better preseason than Christian McCaffrey. I don't know if it's true that he's going to get the ball 27 times a game or whatever the case may be, but I do think he'll be a focal point of the offense, and I got money to spend. And then I had money to spend at tight end as well, so I go all the way to the top of the board. I had enough money. Give me Rob Gronkowski. I like Gronk. Listen, Gronk, you can take any week, right? If you take Gronk any week, I'm not going to be like, oh, that's a bad pick. But this week, I'll take him. Why? No Julian Edelman. Rex Burkhead has that knee issue. Sony Michelle has the knee issue, right? So I think Brady is going to be going straight up. Hogan, Gronk, and James White. I think uh, Gronk gets into the end zone this week against the Houston Texans. Um, and then defensively, Give me the Denver Broncos, all right? Give me the Denver Broncos. They are at home. That pass rush against uh, the offensive line on Seattle, I think that's good. I like their secondary. You know Baldwin is banged up. I think Seattle may struggle to do work offensively, so I like the Denver Broncos, all right? So that's a lineup for you. I think that you're going to cash in cash games if you want to double up, triple up, quadruple up. Hey! That's where I'm going. Rivers, McCaffrey, and Zeke. Keenan Allen, Jarvis Landry, Keelan Cole, Rob Gronkowski, I'm flexing James Conner, and then the Denver Broncos defense. But I got another lineup for you. If you want to have a little tournament action, a little GPP action, okay? So you got to go off the beaten path a little bit, right? So on this one, let me tell you where I don't go off the beaten path. by running backs, because I had money, are Alvin Kamara and David Johnson. Alvin Kamara without Mark Ingram, all right? I think he... Um, I think he has a very good game, all right? And by the way, I got a question here from Tyler Brown. He's asking me about Breeze or Stafford. I'm on Breeze on this one. He's home in the dome, and I believe that there is a narrative where without Mark Ingram, yeah, Kamara gets a little bit more, but I think that these other guys, the Lees, the, the Jonathan Williams that are on the practice side, those are just guys. I don't think it's going to happen. I think what happens is they rely a little bit more on Drew Breeze, in the first four weeks of the season so that being said uh to your question tyler brown i like breeze over stafford don't get me wrong those are great options and week to week every week you're gonna struggle with like who do i pick you know but this week give me breeze but you know i ain't mad at you either way i think those are good options let me give you my gpp so alvin kamara david johnson right um Baltimore Ravens are my defense. I like the Baltimore Ravens as a survivor pick this week. I do not believe in Nate Peterman and the Bills going into Baltimore, getting a win. Remember the last time Nate Peterman started, he threw five picks in the first half against the Chargers, right? So I like the Ravens defense there. Um, My wide receivers, Hogan. I like Chris Hogan at 6,700. You're telling me I can get Hogan at 6,700? He's the number one wide receiver for Tom Brady. And like I said, with that Edelman, I think he's going to get a ton of targets. You can get Hogan all the way down at 6,700. You know, he's cheaper than Josh Gordon, who's not really playing this week. All right. Um, so I, I really like Hogan. I really like T.Y. Hilton as well. I think people, listen, that Cincinnati Indy game, I think that one might go over. I like a lot of offense in that game, so give me T.Y. Hilton. People are forgetting about T.Y. Hilton. People are forgetting that Andrew Luck is now healthy. People are forgetting that the last time Andrew Luck was healthy, T.Y. Hilton led the league in receiving. You're forgetting that T.Y. Hilton has those pop off games, and I think he could be primed to reannounce himself with Andrew Luck in week one. All right, so Hogan, T.Y. Hilton. I'm telling you about Kenny Stills. You can get Kenny Stills at $6,000. I'm putting him in my GPP lineup a little off the beaten path. But here's where I go for my GPP play. Here's how I'm going a little bit off the beaten path. There are certain players who are big-time injury risks all the time, right? Jordan Reed among them. But he's healthy week one. And the same can be said for the tight end I'm playing and the quarterback I'm stacking him with. I am attacking the Indianapolis Colts pass defense that was 29th in the NFL last year, did not do much to address it. Yeah, Malik Hooker is back, but whatever. I am riding, and I can't believe I'm saying this, I am riding with Andy Dalton as a DFS uh, GP plea. Kind of quarterback, okay, and I'm partnering. I'm stacking him with with Tyler Eifert. Tyler Eifert is healthy right now. When Tyler Eifert is healthy, he's a top five tight end in the National Football League. Tyler Eifert had 14 touchdowns the last season he played. Okay, I'm attacking the Indianapolis Colts defense, and I can get. Andy Dalton at $6,800 on FanDuel beneath Dak Prescott, beneath Alex Smith. I'm attacking the Colts. I think the Bengals are going to do work. They improve that offensive line. I like the Bengals plus two and a half, I believe it is, to potentially do some work on the road week one against Indy. So, uh, tournament lineup. I gave you the cash lineup, tournament lineup, Andy Dalton at quarterback, stacking them with Tyler Eifert. I don't think those ownership percentages are going to be that high, okay? And that's what you got to do. You got to zig when other people zag there on in your tournament plays. Kamara and Johnson are my kind of like stable guys. Then my wide receivers, I'm going Hogan. I'm going T.Y. Hilton. I'm going Kenny Stills. I told you about Eifert. I told you about the Baltimore Ravens and my flex play everyone's going to have James Conner, and I do too, in my cash lineups. Another guy who is definitively the lead running back for his team that you can get in the mid-5000s, for God's sake, because when these things came out, everyone thought that Ronald Jones was going to run away and be the starter in Tampa Bay. No, no, no. It's like I'm Dikembe Mutombo. No, no, no. It's Peyton Barber. And you can get Peyton Barber at 5600 okay? Yeah, I know people like the Saints defense, but I think Peyton Barber is the boss there. Um, And I like him. I like him as a flex play, so he is my flex play in guaranteed, you know, in tournaments and that sort of thing. So there's a couple of DFS lineups, depending on if your fancy is the cash game or if it's in the tournaments. Right now, remember, I got that poll question up. If you own Lev Bell, would you trade him for Mark Ingram? Okay, And you would, I guess, if you think that, oh, Lev Bell's going to sit out the season, like everyone's saying, if he's going to miss eight games, right? But that's not what y'all are saying. 93% of you right now are still saying, no, I would keep Le'Veon Bell, and I agree. I'm telling you, do not fall into the sky is falling reactionary chicken little nonsense, okay? Lev Bell, I believe, is going to report. Um, probably on Saturday so he can get his game check. Like, it's like $850,000 a game. Like, uh, you don't want that money? I do. All right? And 93% of you agree with me. When we come back, more questions from the Stats Over Beat Cypher. And we break down the season finale of Hard Knocks. Took a little bit of DFS. Intriguing stuff as well. Fantasy Freestyle with your boy Speeds the spitting Statistician. Stable genius and vocal minority. Come on right back. Big Pimpin' Spendin' Cheese, we be Big Pimpin' on BLADs. You know what it is. This boy Speeds the Spittin' Statistician. We're talkin' about Big Pimpin'. Big shout-out right now to Big Timer, okay? Big Timer talking about he's new to the show, that he's diggin' the energy. Yo, you need to get down with the Stats Over Beats cypher, pa. Nobody loves their fans. Nobody loves their audience The cypher. Like your boy Speeds, the spitting statistician, the stable genius and vocal minority. The people in the chat room will let you know. Hit me up on Patreon like Siraj says. I hit you. I'm trying to be responsive, guys, but I prioritize the Patreons, okay? I got the unicorn at home being like, Speeds, why are you spending an hour and a half responding to Twitter questions? I can't do it anymore, guys. I love y'all. But hit me up on Patreon and I'll definitely respond to you. And uh, Matt Trifomo, I believe, is out there as well. I want to give him a big shout out as well matrofomo had a question about tight ends and i mentioned tyler eifert i have him as my dfs play in tournaments all right so that's the answer to your question i think it was cook or eifert as a backup tight end give me tyler eifert because listen he's healthy right now and i actually think cincy is going to surprise some people on offense let me get to some questions here from the stats over cypher dilly dilly to everybody to my man danny auto down there in the fantasy pit of misery all right this guy, uh, big timer, new to the show, so I want to answer his question. Half point PPR, he says, T-Y for Gordon and Lamar Miller. That's interesting. And here's the thing, big timer, if you're still listening. What's hard for me when you talk about running backs or at versus a wide receiver, I, I, and I said this earlier in the week, I need to know the rest of your roster. Okay? And this is a perfect example. We talk about, Lam- generally speaking, sure, if it's Melvin Gordon and Lamar Miller, yeah, I would like to do that. However... If you already have T.Y. Hilton, what I don't know is who are your other running backs and how much of a bump up is Melvin Gordon for you? And on the flip side, if you trade T.Y. Hilton away, what does that do to your wide receiving core? And that's the thing, right? It's the difference of T.Y. and the guy you would be starting in his place, that gap, versus the gap of who you now would have starting at running back and Melvin Gordon. Lamar Miller isn't a big part of this deal to me, okay? Okay um so that's the biggest thing so i can't answer unless i know the rest of the roster but on balance sure give me melvin gordon i like that king b money has a question out there i got offered mixon and marvin jones for ingram and lamar miller now this is similar you got mixon and marvin jones for ingram and lamar miller yeah do that i was like hmm let me think but nah do that King B I like that because quite honestly I like Mixon better than Lamar Miller or Ingram to be quite honest and I like Marvin Jones and that Jim Bob Cooter offense I like that one I would do it King B money we got uh J. Keys 08 Cook or Eifert as backup tight end I talked about that one already I like Tyler Eifert as long because it's a backup right it's a backup tight end so you can take the risk on the health with a guy like Tyler Eifert, okay? Cook, you can wind up getting a guy like Jared Cook as a backup whenever you need. And if he's a backup, you want to swing for the fences on that. So I like, I like, um, I like uh, Eifert there. Roy Walk has a question. Cooper or Jones Jr.? give me amari cooper um give me amari cooper i like jones jr i think jones jr is a um a back-end wide receiver two a high wide receiver three i think amari cooper is a strong wide receiver two in my opinion ryan nelson would you trade josh gordon and mixon for bell people in the stats over beat cypher know i'm not high on josh gordon I'm worried about Josh Gordon, okay? Josh Gordon needs his mental health. He needs his brief respites. What happens if he needs a brief respite in week 12? I'm not on Josh Gordon. Mixon, I like. People know what the stats over beat Cypher. I do like Mixon, but I'm telling you right now, I'm of, the, I'm of the mindset. I am waiting, and I am holding Lev Bell. You got to piece it together this week, but Lev Bell is going to be just fine, guys. Strong stop, my man. Dilly, dilly to you, Strong Style. We still got to get your info because you won that team name contest, all right? So we got to get that info, get you that exclusive edge package, and get the King Scott Angle to help set your lineup one week. But let me help you out. Big Ben or Rivers this week. Yeah, I told you, give me Rivers, okay? I want Rivers this week. He is my DFS cash game quarterback. I love Phillip Rivers this week. That Kansas City pass defense is blunt, guts, trash. All right, so that's it, strong style. I'm going with Phillip Rivers. Uh, Milton C., Crabtree, Hearns, or Ross? Pick one in a 12-team standard. Uh, Give me Crabtree of those. Ross is kind of like your deep threat. He's more of the boom or bust kind of play. Crabtree is the number one wide receiver in Baltimore, okay? They're going up against uh, Buffalo, who does have Tredavious White. So I understand maybe a concern about that matchup. But I still like Crabtree there. With Hearns, I got no idea how this Dallas wide receiver core is going to break out. Could Hearns be the one? Maybe. Could Gallup? Maybe. Could Beasley? Maybe. Could Terrence Williams? Maybe. Too much of a low-key herd right there. Give me Crabtree, all right there, Milton C. We got D Blue to 13 woods or gordon ppr that's interesting give me robert woods but it's close i can understand you going either way i personally lean towards woods gordon is not starting this week okay it's jarvis landry and antonio calloway okay they're still getting gordon up to speed wolf alpha uh jamal williams or Corey davis in ppr because it's ppr it's close I do like Jamal Williams, though, without Aaron Jones. I like that Green Bay Packers offense just more than the Corey Davis and the Tennessee Titans offense. I want to wait and see with Corey Davis just a bit. I was on Corey Davis like all last year, and he never really popped for me. Um, Jamal Williams, at least you know he is that starting running back. There is no Aaron Jones. I like the Green Bay Packers offense. A hey, Wolf, for me, it's Jamal Williams, right? Steven, 77978. Well, I don't know what that number is. Um, Is it your zip code, maybe? I don't know. But Steven's asking me about Duke Johnson or James White in PPR. I love James White in PPR this week. All right, James White, I think, is going to catch more balls. I actually think Duke Johnson is due for a little bit of regression. Duke Johnson was this kind of PPR beast over the last couple of years when there were no other options in Cleveland. Now there are a few more options. I think Duke can take a little bit of a step back. And I think James White is the same kind of thing. What other options are there? There is no Julian Edelman, as I mentioned. You know, these other running backs are getting banged up. Uh, So I like James White greater than sign. Duke Johnson, big shout-out to my man Kenneth Cashman and roto Ware here. My bench better than your starters. If my bench had James Conner, it might be better than your starters this week. All right, um, yeah, so that's uh, that's where we got some questions right there. All right, so um, I'm going to go back to some of these questions a little bit later on. What I got to let you guys know also is check out FantasyFactor.com, all right? They're doing a million-dollar survivor contest. All right. And it's for free. It's a free roll. Million dollar free survivor contest. All right. Um, So I like that. Right. I like that. Um, You got to check that out. Go on over to fantasyfactor.com. Fabiano Cordiero. I got offered Mark Ingram and Leonard Fournette for Todd Gurley. Um, Should I take it? Mark Perez says no. I may disagree. I may disagree, <laughs> you know, and here's the other question. Who is your other RB two right now? That's the question, Fabiano, right? Because if you have someone that's whack, you know, Todd Gurley and the whack running back loses out to Leonard Fournette and Mark Ingram in the fantasy playoffs, right? I, it, it's about how big you think the gap is from Mark, uh, from Todd Gurley to Leonard Fournette and these are both first round pick kind of guys. I understand Todd Gurley is like one two, and 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 Leonard Fournette is like you know 9-10, uh, ten, let's say. But I don't know. I don't know that. Uh, I don't know that it's that big. Mark Perez is saying like he's he's live with me. Hey Mark, he's saying to me, uh, yeah, but health is a factor too, bro. Yeah, it is. It is. But what's to say Todd Gurley is automatically gonna play sixteen games, right? Like I hear that people say, like, oh, they have an injury. Health is a factor, you know, that sort of thing. But right now, Lennon Fournette and Todd Gurley are at the same level of health. Todd Gurley has had injuries as well in his past. You know, so that's that's what I'm saying. I hear you, Mark Perez, that health is a factor, but you know, it's tough for me. I think it's I think it's uh tight oh uh Fabiano says Joe Mixon is my RB2 ah so you don't have someone whack you have Todd Gurley and Joe Mixon that's a little bit of a different story I'm I'm happy if I got Todd Gurley and Joe Mixon right uh so in that case I think you are right I agree with the rest of the cypher um I agree with the rest of the cypher you're gonna keep Gurley in that situation okay because Joe Mixon in my opinion is a high-end RB2 uh so I like those guys all right uh, I like those guys. Perry Ng is asking me about Jordan Wilkins and asking me about, is he in every week back? Is he going to take the job? Um, here's my thing. I like Jordan Wilkins, okay? I think he's going to be one of these rookie running backs who come from a little bit more off the radar and are uh, productive for you in, in redraft leagues, love him even more in Dynasty. And with Jordan Wilkins, like other rookie running backs, Sony Michelle, Rashad Penny, Ronald Jones, maybe others. I think their production, their opportunity, their snaps, will increase over time in the season. However, it's a big-time committee in Indianapolis. I think it's going to be a big-time committee in Indianapolis. I think Jordan Wilkins when Marlon Mack is back, likely week two. Robert Turbin comes back after suspension. You got Naheem Hines, who some people are high on in a PPR kind of role. You got Christian Michael as well. So for me, it's just like a tougher path to be that dude, but it could happen, all right? And I do think he'll ascend a little bit over time, but I don't know if he's going to be like that, you know, true stud. I think his ceiling for this year at least is as like kind of a flex kind of guy, maybe a back-end RB too, if all things go well. But there's a lot of people there that are fighting for opportunities. Wojar is out there asking me about Big Ben or Andy Dalton. Mendo Bruce is saying Ben a lot. Um, I ain't mad at Ben. I like Ben. But Andy Dalton is my GPP my tournament DFS play because I am attacking the Indianapolis Colts defense, their pass defense, I believe, in the improved offensive line in Cincinnati. But I think you can go either way on that one. Sick cap. Uh, Christopher Davis, you talking about this cap? I don't know if you're talking about this cap, but it's a sick cap. Yo, we got these for you guys. Um, we can hit up some listeners. All right. If you want to, um, we could do our game of inches uh game and we can give the winners some fantasy hats. I don't know if you're talking about this hat. Um but if you are, uh sick cap Christopher Davis, we could hook we could hook you up. We could hook you up. Um girly for Hunting for net. laugh out loud. What are you guys just bored? Yeah, here's the other thing that I'm seeing a lot. People are talking about um all these trades, and, and, and don't overmanage either. You drafted these dudes for a reason. I understand if, like, Marquise Lee went out and things change or the, the deal in Indianapolis with Wilkins and Mack, the deal in Pittsburgh. But otherwise, guys, you drafted these people for a reason. Ride with them for a hot second, okay? Dylan is talking about his draft starts in five minutes. His draft is going to happen as, um, you know, It's going down. Josh is asking me about Mike Gasicki or Vernon Davis as a tight end, too. I've told you guys a lot. I do not like the rookie tight end. I do not like the rookie tight ends. It is very, very rare that the rookie tight ends pop off, okay? But with Vernon Davis, it's a play that Jordan Reed will get hurt. So I don't know, you know, yeah, that's happened a lot before, but will it happen again is the question. That's what you got to consider. I don't believe in Mike Kosicki early on this year, though, in redraft leagues, maybe in dynasty leagues, that sort of stuff. All right. Dylan Shatz is saying, who should I take with the first pick? Um, Given all this Lev Bell news, uh, the answer, Dylan, is uh, Todd Gurley. The answer is Todd Gurley, all right, Dylan. I, I literally thought Lev Bell was he was my number one overall play. He's not gonna play week one. Sixteen weeks of Todd Gurley is better than fifteen at max weeks of Lev Bell. Todd Gurley is the number one overall pick. There we got Tyler Brown asking about Royce Freeman or Jarvis Landry in PPR. In PPR, I love me some. I love me some Jarvis Landry. All right. Uh, oh, meatball. Yo, Adam Scott at Meatball. What up, bro? Yo, here's the thing. And I love you guys, all right? The Stats Over Beats cypher is coming strong now that football season is back. All right, so Meatball and Cali, that's, that's what's up. Uh, I'm a Lev Bell owner. I traded Emmanuel Sanders and Trey Burton for Lamar Miller and Jordan Reed. What way you think, man? I'm sorry to tell you. I like Trey Burton and Manny Sanders. I think Manny Sanders is a bounce-back candidate this year. I think Manny Sanders can prove to be a back-end wide receiver too. And Trey Burton is not my sleeper tight end. I don't know how much of a sleeper he is anymore, but I'm all over Trey Burton. I like both of those guys. I like Manny Sanders. I like Trey Burton. I'm down on Lamar Miller and Jordan Reed. If he's healthy, that's all right. I'm sorry, Meatball, to tell you, but I don't know about that. El Cunyando talks about David Johnson first. Okay, I mean, I'm not stupid mad at that. I personally would go girly, all right? David Johnson, you're slipping. Um, You know, so a lot of talk about that number one pick. Evan Lunak is out there. Speeds, what's your outlook on Josh Gordon? Given that Todd Haley said they'll play their best players earlier today. I'm down on Gordon. I've never been on Josh Gordon. Josh Gordon is a beast. I know his skill set is there. I acknowledge that. I accept that. But... um. mm. Ah, he's not, I'm not a fan of his. All right, and I'm going to tell you this. You may not want to even take my advice on this because people in the Stats Over Beat Cypher know that I have been down on him for a long time. Last thing I want to tell you guys, listen, that uh, Hard Knocks, that Hard Knocks finale was rough, right? Seeing the, the kid Kajust. I love this kid, Devin Kajust. I have never seen someone like happier. In life. All right. His dad's having open heart surgery. He's getting cut from the Browns. And he's loving it. He's happy. He's smiling. He's gr- feeling his rocks and stuff. I love me some Devin Canjuice. I hope he latches on somewhere. And then, you know, what I thought was really interesting was the reaction of Michael Kendricks and the insider trading. He pled guilty today. I want to have that note. And it was interesting. I told you about all the shuffling going around. You saw that they they cut Nassib, Carl Nassib. He got picked up by the Tampa Bay Bucks, just like, you know, a couple of days later, right? All right, guys. That's what it is. My time is up in about a minute. What we're going to do, listen, I know you guys are just about to tune in. Do me a favor. Hit me up. Follow me at Spitting Speeds. If you want guaranteed responses to your questions within 24 hours, hit me up. Subscribe on Patreon. Listen to my man, uh, Sharath uh, Patel. Okay. Thank you for everybody who's liking my ish. I appreciate that. I'll be back here Tuesdays and Thursdays. We make it pop. You could also hear me every morning, seven to nine a.m. on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. The stats overbeat cipher. Dilly dilly to everybody. I'm getting out of here because what? I am ready for some football. Ball. I hope you are, too. We'll see if the Eagles can defend their title. I think they might stumble tonight because of that backup quarterback, Nick Foles' play. Give me the Falcons tonight. Hit me up at Spittin' Speeds. We'll talk to you next week. I'm out. Here's James Conner, DFS.